Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. And yes, it is Friday the 13th. Jim, we would be remiss if we didn't take this opportunity to revisit one of our favorite Friday the 13th moments of all time. Love this guy. We had a chance to talk to... The man behind the hockey mask, Jason Voorhees himself, Kane Hodder, a while back on the show. He was in town for the Shockstock convention, mm-hmm. horror movie convention, and we just hit it off. He was one of the, the coolest dudes I think I've ever met in my life. Uh, I, I went out to Shockstock, and he saw me from across the room, our eyes locked. He sprung up, came over, put his arm around me. He's like a big teddy bear, and I was surprised because when I first heard we were going to be talking to Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th movies, I was a little nervous. Here's what Kane had to say about that. You've seen my movies, so you know I let people become comfortable with situations. And, that's and then as when you soon as you that. let your guard down. So watch your back. As soon as that uh, bikini top comes off, <laughs> the machete pops up. <laughs> At least you hope that's a machete. Metaphorically, anyway, yes. Kane, uh, Shockstock, I know a lot of people very excited to have you here at the Ramada this weekend. Uh, you were scheduled to come to a Shockstock, was it last year? Last year, and yeah. And then you, a film commitment came up, exactly. so you couldn't make it. You said you'd come back, and you have, so kudos to you for being a man of your word well you know i i don't like ever canceling but when it does happen i like to do everything i can to make it good i was looking at your imdb you've got like 15 projects in production some form of production you're a busy guy yeah it's i'm very fortunate uh you know i mean i've been a stuntman for 41 years so now most of my work is just acting which is you know a lot easier on the body so is it funny when you go on set and you've worked with some big names you did stunts in the movie seven with brad pitt and morgan freeman i did uh you're in the daredevil movie with ben affleck i killed daredevil's father (laughs) you don't even realize that when you see the movie there would be no daredevil if it wasn't for you (laughs) we beat him up in the alley after he doesn't throw the fight yeah and you can't even tell that's me beating him to death. That's how convincing you were. No, no, no. <laughs> Just the way it's shot. It's the so I, I appear to be like background, uh, an extra in the movie, because you see me sitting next to the boss at, at the fight. Yeah. And then that's the last you think you see me because mm. you don't realize I'm I'm the one beating him up. How did you get into uh, stunts? Like, how did you get on that road? I was going to college, <laughs> majoring in cartography. Oh, grass. I it was geography or something maps. like that. Yeah. Maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, maps. It is. I was a geography major and cartography, and I just always enjoyed maps. I still do. I can still look at a map of an area for a long time and just be And pick enthralled. out the best place to kill teenagers on. <laughs> right. I like the looks of that lake. <laughs> well, any lake, really. But, um, <laughs> all lakes. but while I was in between semesters, I went to Universal Studios and st- saw the stunt show. Going to stunt school sounds like the modern-day equivalent of running away and joining the circus. Like, were your parents kind of disappointed that you had left college? Uh, yeah, but I think they kind of thought in their minds, well, yeah, he'll he'll come back to his senses. But, you know, and never did, so. And what? unfortunately, my dad died before I became successful in my chosen career, which kind of sucks, because he never got to see that I did make the right choice. Right. So, 
you know. Well, I'm sure he knows. I guess, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you can think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kane Hodder is the man behind the hockey mask. He was Jason in many of the Friday the 13th movies. Talking a- about stunts here. You, there must be one or two stunts that didn't go the way you hoped. Uh, tell us about some of the worst injuries you've had. It really doesn't even um, compare to anything else. I got burned doing a fire stunt in my first professional year in oh, the stunt man. business. Wow. A lot of people would have walked away at that <clears throat> point. Yeah, I know. And I had had enough um, experience with the business that I fell in love with it. And when I got burned and thought, wow, this it literally almost killed me. There, There's a documentary that's just coming out right now about my life. And it's pretty um, interesting because of what you have to go through when you're burned, when you have proper care. Right. And I didn't have proper care. So I uh, made the whole nightmare a hundred times worse. You tend to think maybe this isn't uh, what I should do after all. And but I never, I never felt that. I just was like, okay, I got to get over this so I can get back to what I loved. Just the little taste of it that I had had so far, I loved it so much I couldn't wait to get back. And even, you know, went back to fire stunts. So I Having an I'm accident like that early on, you'd think it would make you more meticulous in the planning. and That's exactly how I looked at you'd it. You'd become a better stuntman because of it. That's exactly right. That's why I went back to fire, because I said, okay, now I know a lot of the mistakes that can be made doing a fire stunt, and now I won't make those anymore, so... Jason Voorhees like to kill uh, the teenagers. I think Jim really looks a lot like a teenager that might get killed by Jason at Camp Crystal Lake. Would you agree with that, Kane? He looks like a former teenager that's now a counselor. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say he still looks like he's got some comeuppance, though. <laughs> Looking at Jim, how do you think uh, Jason would take him out? <laughs> what? Oh, I. You know what? Just looking at your face, I, I, I'm sure you've heard this before, but it feels like someone should twist your head off mm. and then defecate down the hole. Oh, sound like my I mean, is that too much? You sound too like far? my dad. Too far? <laughs> your dad. Oh, I got to meet I just want to see Jason Verhees sitting on my shoulders <laughs> right. with a newspaper. <laughs> Oh, boy. I don't think I ever... How many movies were there? It was over 10. I don't think I ever saw me go to the bathroom once. (laughs) So you can imagine, there is... Yeah, it's been building up for a while. It will fill your body cavity. I can't lie! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Who do you trust? Friday the 13th, the topic this morning for Who Do You Trust is uh, superstition, specifically how superstitious our grandmothers used to be. And Kelly is our contestant. Good morning, Kelly. Okay. Was your grandmother superstitious? Um, not overly. Mm-hmm. Well. But I sure am. <laughs> you are superstitious. <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, well, maybe you've heard of some of these superstitions before, because uh, Jim's got a story, Juan the Colombian, you've got a story, Yep. and I've got a story about how superstitious my grandma was. Jim, why don't you go first here? Well, my last name is Kelly, and we're Irish. My grandma... <laughs> Sorry, that's scary. <laughs> wait, I was like, what? Is Kelly a bad name? Oh, wait, it's Friday the 13th. Um, yeah, so my grandma Kelly had this 
superstition where anytime somebody moved to a new home, she would give you a, um, a horseshoe, and it's supposed to go above your door. And the idea is that it fills up with luck, like it's shaped as a U, right? So the fill, luck fills up, and if it's if it's over and not right side up, the luck spills out, essentially. Uh-huh. So she would make sure that that was above your doorstep anytime she'd come over Easter and Thanksgiving. And if it wasn't, she would leave a bag of poop on your front door and say, if you don't have this above your door, you're inviting a bunch of crap into your life at home. Hold on. Was it her poop? She would poop in a bag? Are you saying your She's grandmother would poop not in a insane, bag? Okay? It was like, I, I think it was dog poop, or she also lived on a farm, so manure, whatever. It wasn't her poop. It was just a joke. Well, but I think that to. is a valid question when well, hearing maybe. that story. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> okay, that is Jim's uh, superstitious grandma. How superstitious was your grandmother, Juan the Colombian? Very superstitious. Um, very, very, very. Very, very. No, yeah, it was superstitious. Um, she was always like talking about it, like, hey, for New Year's, we have to do this. And then one year, she came home. That was the 31st of December. And then she's like, you got to go to a washroom. And I was like, why? How old were you at the time? Uh, I don't, I think 10 or 11. Okay. And then she's, um, go to a washroom. And I was like, well, okay. Sure. I was a kid, right? So I just went to a washroom and then she's like, I'll just get in the shower. And then she was holding plants and a bottle of champagne. And I was like, what? Like, this What is, is going weird. on here, yeah, Grandma? What, what, is what did you call your grandma, by the way? Aguelita. Aguelita. So yeah, Aguelita has a bottle of champagne and some <laughs> and leaves. Some plants. And then out of nowhere, she's like a staring, like she started pouring champagne on my head. And then heated me with the plants, and I was like, oh, my goodness, what's happening right now? And, yeah, she did it to everyone, and I was like, okay. What was the is... purpose of giving you a... To recreate a Snoop Dogg video? <laughs> <laughs> the champagne the Colombian version of it, yeah. No, uh, I, I think hey, the whole idea... Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey we'll plans every day. <laughs> the whole idea is to kind of, like, start the year with good vibes. So are you beating the old vibes out, or...? <laughs> I don't know. I can call my grandma and ask her what's the idea. I don't really know. I'm not super. Well, I am superstitious, but yeah, a I don't little know bit. That one. You get yeah, it from you're... your grandma. So she would every uh, on New Year's Eve, she would beat the bad vibes out of you and pour champagne over your head. That's basically what it was. Okay. Okay. Here is the truth, Kelly. <laughs> That sound keeps keep sneaking up on us. You here. looked over your shoulder. <laughs> Here's the truth from your friend Taz. Uh, my grandmother was so superstitious. Well, you know what? It was just this one thing she did, actually. She thought it was bad luck to get rid of any part of your body that you weren't using anymore. So she would keep her nail clippings, her finger and toenail clippings, in this old pickle jar. And at the end of her life, she had a pickle jar full of toenail clippings. And (laughs) (laughs) hold on, that's not the crazy part. And she thought, like, part of her superstitious thinking was it would be bad luck. You know, I've done this my whole life and I've had a good life, it's worked for me. I think it would be bad luck if these nail clippings left the family. So she actually left the pickle jar full of nail clippings to me in her will. So I've got it at home in the basement. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that is the truth. So who do you trust? Is it Jim Kelly with his grandma that would put bags of poop on his doorstep if he didn't have the horseshoe hanging there? Juan the Colombian would get beat with a plant and sprayed with champagne on New Year's. 
or is it Taz's grandma and her nail clippings? Um, I'm going to go with Juan the Colombian. You're going to see the hell of it. You got it. It's Juan the Colombian. The land Thank you, of grandma. mystery that is Colombia. Seconds, you know? You got to try it. It's, okay. It's, yeah, okay. I wasn't too into it at the beginning, but later I was like, whoa, this is kind of fun. Okay. Juan, let's hang out on New Year's. That sounds like a good time. Sports time. Devin Peacock. You've got a, a an interesting story about a stadium uh, getting a new name. Yeah, so recently, uh, down in Miami, American Airlines announced they would not be continuing their uh, sponsorship of uh, the arena there. So it was called the American Airlines Arena, where the Miami Heat play. And so other companies are now free to bid. And um, Bang Bros, a uh, porn site, has announced uh, that they what? have put in Who? a $10 million uh, <laughs> bid for naming rights to the Miami Heat Arena. Shut up. So they, they want to call it what then? The they, well, they want it to be called... Bang Bros Building? So they would be called the uh, Bang Bros Center or the BBC for short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the British Broadcasting Corporation would love yeah, that. Yeah. That's what BBC stands for, have, right? Yeah, that's the only thing it stands for. <laughs> how much have they bid? What's, Ten, what's the bid? They're not going to get it. $10 million. Oh, no. that's a clear publicity stunt. Totally. It would take like $200 million at least. Well, it's a great publicity I mean, the uh, Scotiabank Arena in Toronto just went for like $800 million over 20 years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. these things are extremely expensive. So $10 million isn't going to get it. But for basically a short little campaign here, they've got some nice uh, publicity going for themselves. Uh, yeah. You just imagine they started renaming arenas. All over the place after those those companies and websites. They have the Bad Mom Center. Uh, Brazzers. Yeah, the, the Brazzers. Brazzers Hall. Brazzers Hall. Oh my goodness! I was uh, even thinking of uh, change change Joe Louis Arena to the Ron Jeremy <laughs> Memorial Center for the performing arts. <laughs> I was thinking of, uh, you know, there could be a company out there. Just ha- call yourself the uh, Moving Image Lab Films Garden. Uh, the, the MILF, MILF yeah. Uh, there's a game tonight over at the MILF. What about Bud Gardens? What could it be? Uh, Bud Gardens? <laughs> I guess I am. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. I mean, uh, so uh, they're, put, they're putting in the bid, but it doesn't sound like this is going to happen, Dev. The, this is all controlled by uh, Miami-Dade County, so... Uh, Miami-Dade County would have to sign off on this for it to happen, so I put that at a less than zero chance of this happening. I've heard of crazier things happening in Florida, though, to be quite honest. (laughs) That's true. This is Florida, so you can't rule anything out. So today is Friday the 13th, which for superstitious people is is, uh, uh, one tough day to get through. Mm -hmm. As it is, that's on a regular Friday the 13th, but today, Jim... It's a special Friday the 13th. What? It's also a full moon tonight. Oh. And not just any full moon. We have a Friday the 13th harvest moon. On this harvest moon. <laughs> I gotta, Thank you, it, Neil. This is my least favorite Neil Young song. <laughs> 
Uh, Harvest Moon is the full moon closest in date to the fall equinox. And since this year's equinox falls on September 23rd, tonight's full moon gets the title of Harvest Moon. Interesting. Also, the moon tonight will be a micro moon. That doesn't sound that exciting. What does it mean? It means it's just really cold out. Oh. <laughs> just shrink, the, shrink it up a little bit. Poor micro moon. We're not judging. <laughs> I was swimming. Hey, it's September. <laughs> It is the point where the moon's orbit is furthest from Earth. So even though it's a full moon, it's going to appear smaller than it usually does. Mm. And the full moon tonight, only full for an instant. The moon is going to be out there most of the night, but it's only full when it's exactly 180 degrees opposite the sun in something called an ecliptic longitude. And for tonight's harvest moon, that will happen... Get the lawn chairs out at 12.33. So after midnight, 12.33 is when you will see the uh, the full moon. And Friday the 13th full moon is pretty rare. We haven't had one since October 13th, 2000. Wow, that's cool. So if you can make it through today safe, it'll probably be another 20 years before you have to worry about a Friday the 13th full moon again i can't wait to see the news tomorrow morning or after this weekend because despite like even forget about superstitions full moons are crazy yeah you know what i mean like hospitals my firefighter buddies always say it's the craziest night when the full moon is out so i don't know what it is you're doing some bar hopping downtown things might get a little crazy words there will be some news stories coming out over the weekend probably that are just crazy people it's all black cats and werewolves today folks (laughs) Now, Rob works here at Holly Gully. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Taz and Jim. What do you do here? I'm one of the power sports salesmen, so I look after people coming in looking for their motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. It's a pretty fun job, huh? Yeah, you can say that. You get to play with toys all day. Yeah. Along with that. And it's like one of, one of the best days of, of everyone's life when they come in here and they get their new motorcycle or their new boat, right? Yes, we've made quite a few people's dreams come to reality here. And, uh, yeah, it's satisfying. Cool. Well, you uh, you say that you listen to the Taz Show on FM 96 on a regular basis. And uh, specifically on your drive home from work, you'll listen to the Taz Show at 6, which is replays of our favorite moments from the morning show. And uh, what did you hear on your drive home last night, Rob? Uh, last night kind of surprised me. It was uh, the talk about the guy down on the Thames River um, dating the wall, I guess you would say. <laughs> it's a very sensitive way of saying it. Dating. Yeah. I don't know if it was. <laughs> he, he, had, he had a physical relationship. Yeah. Could have been a one afternoon stand. Yeah. We don't know. But uh, you got a good chuckle out of that, did you? Um, yeah, to the point where I just about ran a red light and crashed into the car ahead of me. It was not oh. a good sign. Well, we're sorry for making you laugh that hard. It is a, it's a pretty uh, interesting story, to say the least. Uh, one of our listeners, if you missed it yesterday, one of our listeners was out fishing on the Thames River near downtown, and he saw a guy over by a retaining wall with his pants around his ankles, and was thinking to himself, what is what is going on? Am I seeing what I think I'm seeing? And sure enough, this dude was having sex with the banks of the Thames River. <laughs> he found a crack in the retaining wall, and he was going to town. Listen to this audio. I've heard of getting your rocks off, but 
This is uh, getting a little ridiculous here. This guy's been giving her for like 45 minutes now. Stay classy, <laughs> London. <laughs> oh, great commentary. How did he not throw a rock at that guy? Would you yeah. Know? That would have made the video perfect if he had thrown a rock at him and then he fell into the into the Thames. Well, the guy loves rocks so much, maybe he'd like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Threesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Rob, you're not the only one who found this. This story entertaining. Jim, you posted the video on the FM 96 Facebook fan page. Yeah. And Taz Show listeners have been reacting to it. Yeah. First off, Dave goes, maybe he's a bricklayer. <laughs> he's laying something. Uh, Paul says, talk about hitting rock bottom. Uh, Tom says, uh, it looks like he found his new girlfriend, Roxanne. Roxanne! <laughs> Adam says, that's a new way to catch crabs. Uh, Euros. <laughs> His his job. Imagine that. Imagine there was something living behind that retainer. Well, maybe he was stuck. Like a crab's claw caught it, and he's like, "Get out!" Ah! He was he was trying to get help. Yeah, he was trying to signal the fishing boat for help. Maybe. Yeah, that's why it took forty five minutes. Yeah, poor poor Aaron's having a laugh. Uh, Euro says his junk is stuck between a rock and a hard place. Okay, Uh, Jeff, he's churning those pebbles into cement. Carla, <laughs> virtual reality at its best. <laughs> Kevin says, uh, that's one way to turn a river bank into a sperm bank. Uh, mm, guess he's a big fan of the TV show Rock of Love. Abby uh, must be a Glorious Sons fan. Oh, mama, down by the river. You know I'm a sinner, a sinner for love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama, down by the river. Uh, Clint says, I've heard of plenty of fish, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> You guys are so good. And uh, when uh, Bob says, is that Dwayne's The Rock Johnson? <laughs> yes, I get it. Yeah. Also, a, a theme, a thread that was going through the comment section is uh, Taz Show listeners accusing their friends of being the guy yeah. that was having sex with the retaining wall. They'll, they'll take a guy, Steve, they finally caught you. <laughs> hey, Bill, aren't those your shoes? <laughs> Well, uh, Rob, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And- oh, it was good. I, uh, you never know what you two are going to come up with, so it's we, always we, interesting. <laughs> Do not make that rumor spread. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.